Is someone you know suffering from forgetfulness? Acting confused or disoriented? Having problems with tasks such as paying bills or balancing the checkbook? Stay tuned as we find out what to do if we see these symptoms in someone we love. Hey all, welcome to the one in five, the show for those who want to know how to be healthy, how to stay healthy, and how to promote health in your community. I'm your host, Adam Renshaw, and in today's show, we have Dr. David Mark, and we're going to be talking about dementia. Welcome, Dr. Mark. Thanks for being here with me again. Man, dementia, it just boom, right off the top. It seems like such a real heavy topic. Um, I think I've, I've known people with it and the struggle. Um, and it's, it can be a real heavy, heavy thing, uh, for the person and for the caregiver. Um, so can you talk to us a little bit here just at the beginning about what is dementia and then maybe some of the different types of dementia? Yeah, sure. The, it, you're right. This is a, it's it's frightening. It's um, it's a weighty topic. It's one that has lots of um, can make us really feel you know a little nervous and 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 uneasy. And so it's good to sort of dive in and, and get a clear understanding of what we're talking about and what we can do about it. So dementia is a term that describes a whole group of disorders that uh, affect memory. Make it hard to remember things, make it hard to think clearly, make it hard to function in the way that a person is used to functioning. And um, it's, it's characterized particularly by issues with memory. And lots of different um, disorders can result in that memory problem. So we've all heard of Alzheimer's dementia. Correct. Which is a kind of dementia formed when these um, plaques and tangles and things form in the brain and affect its functioning. But um, there are also what we call vascular dementias where either from, from blood pressure problems or from multiple small little strokes inside the brain, uh, it affects the brain function. There are other diseases like... Lewy body disease or Parkinson disease or other other diseases that can that can result in dementia. So, dementia is the term for memory, cognition, functioning problems okay. caused by lots of different things. So, so let's say dementia maybe runs in my family. Yep. Is that a is it a hereditary thing? You know, it there, there can be some specific kinds of dementia that are heritable, um, but also you know changes you know hypertension or high blood pressure can run in families or heart disease or strokes or things. And those things can, can again, result in dementia. Okay. So, but there is definitely, yeah, you can have a tendency to, to have dementia. So let's say it runs in my family or maybe even my spouse's family. Like, what should I be looking out for? What should we be looking out for? Um, not, not from a fearful mm-hmm. place, right? But from a, from a place of just trying to um, be diligent, yeah, and be, or be prepared or, or get ready for... Yeah, so the, the, the symptom or what we would notice um, have to do with, with, um, with how the person is remembering things that they, you know, they usually remember. And 
recall that as we as we get older, there are some some normal things, normal challenges to our memory that occur. Right? Sometimes, you know, remembering names of people can be difficult. But if if the if the memory issue is a little bit more than just forgetting people's names, and it's you know, where did I leave my car after I went into Walmart? Um, so memory impairment to the, that is actually affecting functioning in more noticeable ways. Th- those that should be something that flags the attention. Um, if the you know you mentioned in the intro um, completing tasks that used to be able to be done, like balancing your checkbook. Mm. Although I don't know if anyone does that anymore. So like dealing with Quicken <laughs> or whatever. Um, sure. Yeah. So uh, or or managing the affairs of, of a ranch or a farm or, or a business. Um, things that a person has done successfully for years and years and years, and then all of a sudden it's really odd that, you know, that, that grandpa forgot to do X, Y, or Z. Um, that, those things should, should maybe suggest that, oh, this is probably a little bit more than, than just regular um, age-related changes and okay. may, may want to trigger... Uh, the the family members to think maybe we should get this checked out. So so let's say I do see some of that. Um, you know, I was listening to a podcast actually uh, before you and I got on here, and it one of the one of the scenarios that she brought up was like if you're wondering like you forgot where you put your glasses, but they're on your head, like you're probably okay. Or if they're by your nightstand where you usually keep them, you're probably okay. But if you find them in the freezer, then that might be uh, like sort of a red flag. Um, so so let's say I caught my wife I, or I found my wife's glasses in the freezer. <laughs> um, God forbid. Uh, what should I do in that situation? Uh, do I need to have a conversation with her or should I say, hey, we need to go see a physician or a doctor potentially? I think there's, um, there's a number of ways to approach it, but I think that inevitably there's, yeah, having a conversation with, with the person that you're concerned with is, is important. Um, and, and I think doing, do, and, and with the notion that we want to get this figured out, and, and I think one of the important things to, to emphasize in that conversation or in that interaction is that there are lots of things that could be happening that can result in difficulty functioning or difficulty with our cognition or with our memory. And um, some of those are things that are really simple to fix. And we want to be sure we don't miss any of those things. Okay. And so a, a big selling point in this conversation of like, we got to do something now is um, we want to make sure we're not missing something that's easy to fix, like an infection or a problem with a thyroid or with the heart or, you know, something that's treatable with a, with a, with a totally, you know, focus on something something other than the brain. <laughs> gotcha. Um, we want to figure out if this is something like dementia, that scary D word, well, what kind of dementia is it? And, uh, and how serious is it? How much uh, how is this affecting life? And, and then there are treatments for dementia. So it, taking the opportunity to, to present this intervention as a hopeful thing, as something that can actually result in useful change, I think really helps um, cut down on the on the anxiety and the issues with that kind. So for the treatments, do they vary based on the type of dementia it is? So like, let's say it's Alzheimer's. Is you, are you going to do something different for Alzheimer's than you would with someone with Parkinson's or vascular dementia? Yeah, so absolutely is the, is the short answer. The, um, the, um, 
there, there are certain, certain medications that are specific for like, we want to, we have someone with Alzheimer's or, or with a dementia where we want to see if this will improve their memory. Um, but if the, if we, if the dementia is, is again caused by, um, by a vascular problem, problem with the blood vessels, we want to address that underlying problem as well. So okay. maybe that's starting an aspirin or, you know, treating high blood pressure. Um, if, uh, if it's, if it's a Parkinson-related dementia, well, well, let's treat the Parkinson disease, which is a different okay. treatment altogether. Um, and again, all of this assumes that we have we have ruled out that it's not something we treat with antibiotics, like a urinary tract infection, okay. or, or or something you know uh, that would you know be a totally a thyroid disease or something. It's a trip because I didn't even know like a urinary tract infection could could cause you to have sort of yeah, memory issues. Depression can affect the memory. You know, gotcha. so there's, there's lots of other illnesses or conditions that are, that are treatable in very, very different ways. And so figuring out what's, what's actually happening is really important. Um, another really important intervention that happens in the evaluation of this, you know, memory problem is, um, you know, there are, there are screening tests that, that can be done in the primary care office to say, okay, this is a memory problem. And then we call those mini mental status exams or other yeah. MSE that, that can say, oh, I think there's a memory problem. Let's investigate further. Um, there are formal what we call neuropsychological tests, which can be done that really help sort out, okay, this is, this is a dementia. This is a cognition or a memory problem. These, this battery of tests can help figure out which kind help sort of you know, sort of the which kind of, of dementia is happening. But then it's a test that can be repeated again and, and again and again through time. So we can... You can measure. We can measure. Okay. We can monitor. Are the interventions that we're doing, maybe we start a medicine, maybe we, we change our routine or, or provide more support. Are those things making a difference? Do we see the dementia getting worse because we're not doing anything? Or you know, So it can really help with planning. It can help with treatment. Um, so those tests are really quite useful. Sometimes... You know, people do need to have um, uh, like an MRI done or, or a, you know, a test that involves taking an image of the brain to okay. figure out what's happening. So there's lots of potential scenarios. But Is that um, the first thing you're going to jump to or are you going to do an MMSE or a, or a cognitive? Uh, I lost what you said. Yeah, <laughs> no, you're, so you're absolutely right. So the, 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 you know, the, there's screening tests that happen first, like the MMSE. Okay. And, um, and those more invasive or imaging tests are, are done only if indicated by other testing. Okay. Um, so this might be a weird question, but I'm just trying to understand this a little bit. So you're trying to measure whether a person uh, who's on treatment is getting better or getting worse would you use the same test every time? Would you use the MMSE, the mini mental status? What's Good question. It? So that the MMSE is really just a screening test. Okay. That's done to, to decide, you know, is there a, could there be a memory problem? If that, if that screening test is uh, shown to be positive, so that, it, you know, yeah, we think something's happening with memory, then further testing is done. And the test that's repeated, you know, maybe on a yearly basis is one of these more formal Neuropsychological tests. Neuropsychological. So a bunch of okay. questions, not just a couple questions, that really help um, figure out um, the the extent of the memory problem, the type of memory problem, and if it's getting better or worse as time goes by. The only reason I ask is because like, I'm anticipating like going to see a doctor and just wanting to have an idea, right? If I'm in that situation, just 
really for comfort's sake, like, like what are steps to this? And, um, and being able to, to possibly have a little bit of a light at the end of a tunnel, um, could be very helpful for people who are walking through a really dark time. Right. So that's why I asked that question and tried to get uh, a little more in depth. Um, so we talked about, um, uh, what to expect if we see a physician, we talked about, uh, briefly about treatments. Um, can we talk a little bit about prevention? Is there some things that we can do um, to prevent there are, the onset you know, of dementia? That there's not a silver bullet, you know, again, because there's so many different kinds of dementia, but some basic principles uh, are important to, to point out. Lead, you know, and, and it's not very surprising. It's not rocket science, but you know, a healthier lifestyle can actually help either delay the onset of dementia or prevent it. Uh, and so, you know, exercising, eating healthy, avoiding smoking, um, avoiding excessive alcohol or substance use, um, taking uh, care of your mental health, um, taking care of your spiritual health. All of these things are very useful um, to, to, you know, either, you know, prevent or, or delay onset you know, if, if, you know, if there's a sense of that dementia is inevitable, right, it's in my genes, well, some of these things can help prevent it. There are some, you know, some studies about does um, taking ibuprofen or an NSAID help delay it? There's some, there's mixed studies about these things, um, you know, so that there's, there are a number of, of specific foods that get studied, you know, does, does this help reduce inflammation in the brain. So there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a mixed literature, not a single silver bullet on all those things, but in general, what we do know is that, you know, maintaining healthy body weight, keeping physically active, keeping engaged socially, all of these things really do help. And you said reducing inflammation in the brain. That's sort of the goal of those things, right? The NSAID and the healthy foods and... Yeah. And so there's, there's some connection and, um, and, and not, not proven, not, you know, not definitive about potentially yeah, inflammatory um, inflammation causing changes that could result in these what are called plaques and tangles. Um, okay. Not definitively, but but there's a sense that, um, so so in other words, we don't advise go out and, and take a <laughs> take a bunch of Motrin all the time because it's going to keep your memory. That doesn't, sure. doesn't work. Okay. Um, um, well, cool. Uh, do, you, do you have anything else about dementia, Dr. Mark? I mean, we did cover quite a bit right there. Yeah, I think, I think the, the, the bottom line is that it's, it's really important to, to not, be, not be fearful, but to really know that there's, there's reason to be hopeful, um, even if there's a concern or, a, you know, is my spouse, my loved one uh, having issues with memory? And, and you, know, you know, getting it figured out can really result in some tangible things that can be done that really that do work and are helpful and hopeful. Great. Before we go, I, I do want to recommend uh, the Let's Talk Dementia podcast by Carol Howell. I was listening to it this morning before uh, Dr. Mark and I came in to record. And it is just a really hope-filled resource, uh, particularly for caregivers, those who are um, uh, trying to care for those who have dementia. So go check it out. This concludes another one in five episode. Thanks for joining us. If you found this content beneficial, please hit that subscribe button or leave a review. We have some great health topics 
coming your way. <laughs>